millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and you're all very welcome to the what's it called again? The, the, the Tommy and Hector show with Larita Blewett, with me, Tommy Tiernan, him, Hector, and her, Larita. Hi, hi. I'm noticing a bit of tension with you this morning, Hector. You're just you're. I'm you're turning the every time I touch my phone, he gives me the eyes. <laughs> no, it's not that. Oh. I, I just are you? Te- Am I jittery? No, you're. Ca- you're carrying tension. I got to bed late last night. Oh, that, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't get my normal sleep last night. What's your normal like? Did you do? Know, I don't know. I got to bed. It was half twelve. It was one o'clock before we closed eyes. Closed eyes and, and stopped moving. I am. Um, I was above in Westport. We had a challenge match in Westport. Yeah. And uh, I don't think the late night suits you. To be honest, just looking at you now. Yeah. Uh, do you, Larissa? No, I, I I got what you meant there. He was the best. Just no, I had a busy day you yesterday. Know, he's sitting down, I'm he's tell standing you, up. He was, he was full of, if if he was a ditch, he'd be full of briars. When normally he'd be full of flowers. Thistles, thistles, thistles in him. Yeah. Mm. I do I do find I have one morning like this a week where it's just a little bit. See my fingers going. Did there you have all the coffee time. now before you've had this cup of coffee? Have you had a previous coffee? How did you know that? <laughs> See, you just you're like tell them, you? Tommy. Tell them about the coffee situation when we were on iRadio way back in the day with Larita. Uh, <laughs> We, me and Tommy, before we get to the station, we'd we'd always have a coffee, and before we get to yeah. any station, we'd have a coffee. Then we'd be in the station three hours, and we'd go for another coffee. But you've a more sensitive instrument than I have. Do you know what I mean? Like I could take pints of coffee. I've often been known to buy a treble espresso, not a, a treble, um, and get into the car and fall asleep. So I'm used to that. But your body is so sensitive. But you can't even... Can you feel it off me there? Yeah, you're oh, like the vibe's off you. You're Jesus. like you've been pushing a box of Andrews yeah. or something. You're like a fellow that's annoyed. Now you have me annoyed for the whole podcast. We should put a hat. We should put a heart rate on. Do you want to put my Fitbit on? We'll check your heart no, rate. This is anger. This is me. No, but I'm, me I'm, the anger there. Just well, ruining him. Uh, it, Did you lose uh, the match last night? No, we beat Westport in the challenge on oh. the 16A. But we didn't... I'll tell you what happened. One of the lads got a bit of a uh, doing it right near the end and he got a belt into the head. And it was a fair clatter because... After the team talk, we took off the jerseys, had the chat, the boys did well. He doesn't remember any of that. So we were sitting, oh. about to get into the car, and then we rang a doctor in Westport. And he came down, we met him at the petrol station, and we stayed with, obviously, two carloads of lads. And uh, he's fine, but then we, the boys were looking for Supermax. So the problem is with Supermax, Headford closes at 10 o'clock. Ballon robe closed at 10 o'clock and we were coming over the mountain near Par 3 and it was 10 to 10 and I have some hungry testosterone filled 16 year olds in the car going 
we need Supermax. Ballinrobe? So I was in Supermax at half ten, a quarter to eleven last night in Ballinrobe, standing on a wall outside at Jono's pub. I got home late. It was a long day and I got my tap fixed yesterday morning. The plumber fixed it, but then he didn't he wired the things wrong. <laughs> so instead of having the filter tap where you drink filtered water, the hot water was coming out of that, right? The cold water was coming out where the hot water was supposed to come out of. It was all wrong. And he, he'd done a great job, I thought. And then he wouldn't answer his phone. He left the house. So my, what you do with a new tap, you go up to try and turn it on and go, look at this lovely new tap. And, I, and Sh- Shane, the youngest lad, goes... Where's the drinking water? And then he tried to drink the water. It was boiling hot. From the filter. Disaster. So it was a bad old day yesterday, but... Well, we're feeling that. We're feeling it, Hector. Yeah, we're, just, we're getting uh, every bit of it. And you're late to bed. Late to bed. And too much coffee already this morning. Yeah. And it's only <laughs> early. And the, mother, the mother-in-law is staying with me as well. Jesus. The trouble the weather was... Sh- and I had to drive from Clare Galway this morning. I left Clare Galway at seven. I got to Barna at about quarter to ten. Right. Traffic was bad, shitty rain, wipers on full blast. What can we do to heal you? There was yes. no milk in the fridge this morning oh, either. Jesus. I went up I'm to Super Value. We had no grapes for me porridge. We had no honey for grapes, me porridge. Grapes Nothing. in the porridge. No, no, oh, we need yeah. to revisit that now. Whoa. You can't, grapes are for eating on their own or with cheese. Max. What's, what's you hear? <laughs> grapes are for eating with cheese. You're from Mayo. You don't put grapes, grapes in, porridge. in porridge. Yes, you do. No, no you yes, don't. No. That's, that's, that's like putting a glass of wine into it. You should just put a glass <laughs> of wine into your porridge. Maybe if you did this morning, you Hector, can put nothing in the house this morning. Then I know the boys will wake up at 11. My lads will wake up at 11. It'll go down like two hungry hyenas. They'll open the press where they, where they, and they'll just look into the press where the bread is supposed to be and they'll go... And I'll say, there's cornflakes up there, there's porridge up there, there's Wheatabix up there, and they'll go. So I went up this morning and I got a load of stuff. I was in the Super Value at half past eight. Do you want to see the people with masks on in Super Value at half eight? I'm worried about you. So it's a long morning so far. Did you get the grapes or had you eaten the breakfast? Tommy Tiernan tart. Coffee, strong coffee. We should have insisted he had too strong for you. I wouldn't get a buzz off that with that's like six vodkas and two Red Bulls. Strong remember when, when we used to do the show and he'd have a load of coffee and the next thing he'd be just like <laughs> turn off our microphone. I don't know what it is. I'll probably be going up I'll probably have to go to the toilet now. It's because I find it a very strong laxative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever a half ten every morning, religious for me. I go into the utility in my house, the utility. Right. And there's a load of Coats on the back of the door. I can hardly get in with coats. There's coats there I haven't worn in four. And you sit on the on the bowl and hold on to the coats <laughs> to keep the door closed because there's no key, no lock. And you know what? I I just go in there. There's no pictures on the walls. It's is tiny. It, is there any ventilation? There's a window, but there's about six clothes horses, fourteen pairs of boots, six hundred O'Neill size fives. There's about there's rubbish and old hurleys and everything in the utility toilet, and I'd be sandwiched in there, and I just go. And someone then I can hear someone in the kitchen going, I'm in here, by the way. <laughs> Just and then I have to look for the links to order. I remember your there's no links here, lads. I remember uh, fumigate. But I remember visiting your house as a teenager and none of your toilets had locks in the door. And I'd often be wandering out from the kitchen and hear your mother shouting out, <laughs> I'm in here, by the way. <laughs> Just let anybody who's passing know that I'm I'm in here, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if it's a Huckabuck Yogan thing or a Huck. That I'm in here, by the way. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network.
thinking of stories um, <clears throat> of Navan. I just some of my dreams bring me back to Navan, but it brings me back to the house I used to live in, which is a, a bungalow outside, about two miles out the Atboy Road near the school. And uh, I've told some stories about it before, but there was a, it was just a normal seventies bungalow, but we had one toilet and one bath. We had no shower. And it reminds mm. me of the good old days. Nobody had showers back then. Nobody no. had showers. Nobody. This Triton TS90, there was none of that invented. The shower. idea of cleaning yourself standing up just hadn't reached me. Th- I, I think and what you we only di- washed once a week as well. I think really? what, what we did have. But I, I remember as well, like just in terms of the whole cleanliness thing, I remember we'd have double PE first thing on a Monday morning. And you'd be, you'd be, you'd, you'd be, do you think you'd have a shower afterwards? You were just bet with sweat for the rest of the day. Straight into a class after And the sweat. And and then the sun would beat in the window and there'd be a lad beside you from the country and the smell would be off his fair oil jumper. Yeah, Yeah. there was always one lad that was just a little bit Just didn't get it. B.O. But the bat, I remember we got fancy. We did have the, the, the rubber thing that you jammed up the, the, on the two pipes and it was a rubber type of little shower. Oh yeah, remember yeah. that? Oh, that's remember, right. Remember that? We all taps. had it back. You put it on. You the put it on the taps. Like, jam- yo- like a yoke you'd put on uh, a beige after and her after Kevin. Exactly. Almost like a milking machine type thing. But yes. anyway, yes. so so the, the 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 whole tradition in our family was there was only one bath once a week. And we all used yeah. the same water <laughs> on a Saturday. The lads. But you all got into the one bath. Well, no, the boys. Now this is the boys' bath. Yeah. Will be a Saturday. This is a ritual in my house right. on a Saturday. We would all have a bath on a Saturday evening. It's me and me two brothers. But we would use the same bath water. Right. And then on certain occasions, if we were small enough, we'd all get in the bath together. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I was thirteen. My brother was fifteen. I'm in here just to let you know. <laughs> oh well, I'm coming in now. I'm in here, by the way. So <laughs> we're we're all in the baths, by the way, and we're all in here now. So so at one stage, Freddie, me older brother, would always decide who gets into what part Aww. of the bath because oh, he'd yeah. say, "I'm the getting in the bath where I can slide down at the back." Yeah. The little Mark, my little brother, would get in the middle, and then. No, I'd get in the middle sometimes and then I'd say, Mark, you're the smallest. We'll oh, jam you up against the hot tap. The worst tab. part. <laughs> the worst part. So the three of us have been in the bath. But anyway, we'd wash ourselves and clean ourselves in the water. And it was Saturday around eight o'clock. Always on a Saturday evening. And we'd get out and we'd have our towel, one or two towels. Maybe share a towel. No, I didn't. We had three towels. <laughs> and then we'd make our way down to the fire in the sort of kitchen TV room because the sitting room was a good room. There's no fire in there. Right. Yeah. And then the nine o'clock news would be. Oh, it's freezing in this in that the good room. Wasn't yeah. It? Oh man. Yeah, yeah. The, the radiators. The sitting room was never there. used, really, was it? Really? No. The good room. Hang slabs of meat or. <laughs> they never put on the heat the in the good room. The turkey could be left there. Christmas. And the curtain, close the curtains in the good room there. And you go in, there'd be fusty. When are we ever in this room? And the net curtains. <laughs> so we dry ourselves off at the fire in the little side of TV come kitchen area and we'd be naked, bollock naked, drying ourselves off. And by the time we'd be dry, Dallas would come on the telly then around half nine. And then I always remember drying myself out and watching Dallas and half naked. And I thought it was a great time of the year. Great time and how old week. would you have been now? Uh, tor- 12 or 13. 12 or 13, Jesus. And wasn't your mummy great for letting the three of you traipse around the house in your nip and you're not like four well, I mean, or five? 
Yeah, we were four or five and six and seven and eight and nine, ten and ten, eleven and twelve. But it was just those. I don't know if when after about fifteen or sixteen <laughs> we stopped doing it. You were, you were very old. <laughs> and, and, and and Sue Ellen would come out in Dallas and Lucy and uh, oh, I, I just thought it was a great time to be drying myself and those traditions. But that was a great time to be drying yourself. That's what <laughs> you said. Sue Ellen would yeah. come on. But it was great <laughs> sharing a bath, sharing a bath on a Saturday night. The simple things. And now when I say to people, "Will you have a bath?" You almost look at you going, "Bath." I'll have a shower. You can't no, hang on. You can't beat Hang a, on. You would say to people, <laughs> would you have a bath? Well, that my is, kids, I, I mean. I'm like, maybe so, kids. So, somebody might call to the house. <laughs> and no and, uh, one, he doesn't well, have a Well, John, and the two of you are in the kitchen, and after an hour and a half, <laughs> there's nothing happening, and you just go, would you have a, would you have a bath? <laughs> and he's going, what? Can you imagine? Come on, the two of us. No. I'll get up with the taps. I'll take the taps. <laughs> Can you imagine if you said somebody... Well, I'll give you two tiles. You well, can slide down. Well, Therese, how are you keeping? Would you like a bath? <laughs> no, and then we used to get a spoon of this vitamin thing. I don't know where my mother got it, but it was called radio mulching. <laughs> I don't think it was for... <laughs> I'm not joking you. We used to line up half naked with the towels. <laughs> at night time. I know, I'm watching Dallas half naked. <laughs> Radio mulching. Like we'd line up like we're queuing for communion. I think that's, a pa- I think that's paint. <laughs> a paint colour. What's it called again? Radio, radio. radio mulching. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't know. That, was that ever a thing? Was that ever was okay? It was luminous. It was luminous yellow ah, stuff in a big, in the, the big bottle. It was like a six litre bottle. And we'd line up. Was it and like my cast- mother would say, open up. <laughs> And we have naked with the towel watching Dallas. Oh, was it like castor oil kind vitamins. of stuff? That was, that was my vitamins for the week. And what effect did it have? I you? don't know. We used to just <laughs> take it. And At ra- night time though, ra- Radio it? mulching, I swear to God, that was the name. But it was Couldn't yellow I syrup. I have to check if that's real. Trina, the mother. Open up, open up. A big double teaspoon what did it in. Flavor, what flavour was it? It was a yellowy, really like citrusy, banana. citrusy, oh. citrusy taste. And radio, then, radio was a cup. Radio mulching. Please, somebody somewhere help me with this. Big, big brown bottle like you'd see in an old style. And uh, I, that was a laboratory. There was, but you <laughs> for cattle. But look at how 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 far ahead of our t- of our time was my mother giving us these vitamins back in the early late seventies, and coming out of the bath on a Saturday night, <laughs> you get your vitamins like dose and cattle. It, it sounds like the stuff you get off a vet now as opposed <laughs> to a chemist. Oh, man. <laughs> or the chemist made it up himself. Yeah. Okay, line up, the three of us. Oh, man. It was great days. But I love those those memories. I love those memories. I find myself, um, I love looking back at photographs from the 70s and the 80s. And even the 50s and 60s. And I just, I, I kind of wish I was back there. Real simple times like. I just, I, I love the suits men would just wear. Suits like all the time, bag, uh, baggy old suits, and they'd have they'd have the hair be short at the sides, and it could go kind of long at the top and kind of float away left or right, whichever way it wanted to. And if you wanted to go somewhere, you'd go on a bicycle. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And yeah. it, it just things were kind of simple, and not that life was easy, but there was just a kind of a nice rhythm to mm. it. You had a car, but you there was no entertainment. There was no kind of the, the, now they weren't the same type of distractions and I just I look back at oh, photos no. of that time and go fuck I'd love to and people used to make putching and oh yeah and you'd, you'd have the car but you'd only go for a drive once a week yeah Maybe Sunday to, afternoon to, to drive the wife to the psychiatric hospital or something <laughs> I'm going out of my fucking mind <laughs> get her into the car 
Time to go. Okay, ma'am. No, I don't want to go back to that place. (laughs) This is a scary place. (laughs) I am not a helicopter. (laughs) Mullingarity is for you, (laughs) ma'am. Higher down, boys. Higher down. (laughs) Get your hands off me, John Finnegan. Get your hands off me. Mullingar, lads. Thriving ma'am to Mullingar this Sunday. (laughs) And you'd leave her there for a couple of weeks and then pick her up. And on she, a Sunday again. And she wouldn't say a word. The oh, photos. She'd be so doped out of it on the drive home, just looking out the window. I have a question for you about pets. So you've a dog, we know you've a dog, cat. And a chicken. We had used to have lots of other chickens, but uh, a mink ate two of them. Two of them died from old age, and one of them died uh, a mystery. We don't know how. But you wouldn't call a chicken a pet chicken. Like You wouldn't call it one of your pets. Like It'd just be a chicken is there for you to get eggs from and possibly make soup out of. Or? Uh, I don't think it's right we have chickens. I think the chickens, when the whole reason for getting chickens is to have them in the yard. Do you know what I mean? They're, where they're running around. Uh, but ours are in a, a coop. But even, the, it's a fair enough foul coop, but it's not, it's not right they're kept in it. They should have the freedom of the country. Are they cooped up in it? Mm, yeah, yeah. Though, if they were would they though? I don't think they would. Yeah. Not during the day. A fox doesn't go eating chickens oh, during no. the day. No. The, only, the only fox that goes after a chicken during the day is a sick fox. You all know that, don't Can you? Don't you all know that? A no. diseased fox. No. Foxes lie low during the day for their own reasons. And you'd only see a fox during the day if he was not well. Right. So if you see a fox traping into your garden at half two in the afternoon on a hot summer's day, he's not right and he's that long for this world. So you can well, leave your chickens. Wouldn't eat the chicken anyway. Then wouldn't eat the chicken at all. So, no. but you can let the chickens out the back garden here. So why don't I they? haven't heard chickens or seen them here in the last couple of weeks? Where are they? Why do you think this room is called the hen house? But where? But are there's they? no chickens here. Because just up out the door, I showed you. But now, why don't we hear them clucking or nothing? There's only one left, and he's not allowed out because Yvonne doesn't want them. Was he watching Yvonne telly? Is my wife. He d- Yvonne <laughs> is my wife. Wait, where is he watching <laughs> Doctor Phil or something? No, where is the chicken? He's in the coop. Is it a hen or is it a chicken? Is it a cock? You couldn't have a cock and it's a, it's a hen. You have a hen. Cocks don't lay eggs. No, but it's a hen. He has a hen here. We've never heard a hen. No. We've never seen sight nor sound of it. Fictitious. It's not right that we have the hen, as I'm not telling you. I've been in houses where hens are given the freedom of the yard, and it's nice, and there may be a few geese as well, and an odd duck, just to confuse everybody. Do the dogs like them? The dogs haven't seen them because they're locked up. Ah, you need to get them more interacting. You need to talk to my wife. My problem is people that have hamsters, gerbils, giblets or whatever you call them, gerbils. Giblets is a bit of a chicken. Yeah, sorry. Um, what? I used to work in Supermax years ago. Supermax? Yeah, I, and my, my job was to, uh, before the chicken was fried, was to stick my thumb in and to flick the giblets out. <laughs> I was the, gi- oh. you were the giblet flicker. Giblet flicker. Yeah. Was that an oven? No, this is this is in, in Galway, and it it said it on. I had a name tag. It said a Tommy Tiernan legend. It said uh, giblet flicker. <laughs> what is going? <laughs> giblet flicker. The giblets is it? Some people like the giblets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, you make jewelry out of them in Mali, in Africa. You see the women. <laughs> what are you talking about? With, with long giblet jewelry of, of blood string, blood string going down, and then uh, two giblets hanging off it. Yeah, Hector Hector brought back. That present for his wife when he came back from somewhere. <laughs> well, no, you, you hate hamsters. Anyway, no, I just think they're pointless. There's there's pets like dogs that you can have a relationship with, or you know, like a friendly relationship with. Yeah, you can have like a lamb, a pet lamb. You can not for a, long. No, but you can have things that give you back affection, like a, a lamb. Can it? You know, be it'll be it'll come to you and it'll let you rub it, and you know if it's a pet or a dog, it'll be nice to you and it'll come and comfort you. And would, a sh- would a, when a lamb grows up and becomes a sheep, does he just forget about you? No, 
No, she, a sheep would re- would remember you if you kept her. Like, yeah. but generally, you w- and we'll come over and look for the rub. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. But like gerbils or hamsters, they don't have any uh, affection. They don't have any, do they? Like, why? They're just in a cage. Or a pet rabbit. Rabbits, yes. Things yeah. like python. This. A go- goldfish, I don't mind because they're small and they look nice, and you can feed them, and they're not great. Like, they're yeah. on the border of being. Pointless. They don't do much. You could make jewellery as well. What you could do is you could get <laughs> earrings. <laughs> what? You could get earrings, yeah. And from the bottom of the ring hang a, a small enough bowl of water. And in the bowl of water put tiny little fish in them. And people would go, oh, I love your goldfish earrings. And the fish would be swimming around all, all they'd, evening. They'd be interesting. And then you come home of an evening and then pour the two little boys back into the into the big aquarium you have. Well, we'll have to get them for your ears because I've never had my ears pierced. So I don't. Really? You've Never. Never. Ever. No, I have this phobia that if I pierced my ears, they'd just suddenly prick out. Can I just like see? Can I just see your ear there? How yeah. do you mean? How do you mean prick You've out? You've never, ever. I have normal enough ears, like. So do you wear clip-on earrings? No, I never wear anything in my ears. What ever. do you mean prick out? I just feel like my ears would just like suddenly pop out and become more pop out? prominent. I don't know. I just think that they'd be. Oh, you mean so that you, your ears are fairly streamlined into yeah. the side of your head, and you'd be afraid that, like, opening the shutters of a window. That they, they'd all turn and yes. they, they, your ears would be at a right angle to your head. Yes, and they'd look gammy. Oh, here's your one with the ears, like. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. is your sister her ear pierced? Yeah, everyone has. And your mum? Yeah, they all and had Cousins and nephews? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, nephews, nieces? N- no, mostly, yeah. My niece got her pierced for her. I had my nipple communion. pierced once. Why? Why? I was part of a Dare. mad sex thing I was into at the time. You only got one of them pierced? You wouldn't get the two of them. You drove a ba- did you drive a bar into well, it? I drove a bar into it. I drove a bar in through my nipple. I did swear you do it yourself? No, I did not. I went to Metamorphosis up in Dublin where they do the... Metamorphosis. <laughs> <laughs> where they do the drilling. Dun, 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 it was unbelievable. Dun, 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 the pain dun, dun, dun. of it. What the, kind of sex would that entail? Top of the nipple. It was just the most painful thing I've ever experienced in my life. It was like I... It was, it was that painful I left my body and I turned into pure music. <laughs> I like I became a note. That's how I <laughs> what was. What did he say to you? Did he say big he, deep breath? Uh, uh, he's got from South Africa. He said, "Oh, oh where is he from? He's from, from, he's from? Where is he from? <laughs> he's from South Africa." And it is a totally clear South African accent. He said, "That guy, little Lord Lord Ed of the bid, and I'm going to do it for you now." <laughs> Sounds like and he's I, from Zimbabwe. Did he give you any he, anesthetic? Ah, now, ah, now come on. Are we going to be? You're not going to be calling me up on, and I'll read it. Don't on be Zimbabwe. On about ah, for Jesus' sake. Listen, don't be on about accents here. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you. Oh, oh, what about the other day in the car when I got him? You tell I, that story. Are, you, are, you, are we getting that regional no, now? No, go on, go on. So he said to me, Laden and Laden and your thought, and I'm going to do it now. And I swear to Jesus, pure pain. Big side, you had to line your side. Laden just thought, and I'm going to do it for you now. The pain, I, like I said, I, I turned into a note you'd hear coming out oh. of a saxophone and I just it, and he said I've, I've never experienced anything as painful in my life not even being born like being born was rough enough like I didn't think I was going to make it but I just stuck the head down <laughs> and I just went for it and did it breathe? but this was just oh my god the pain of it oh. and then and then he said to me Rot now I'm going to put the bar through <laughs> I said, whoa, 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 what have you just... That was just a clamp. Oh. That was just a oh, clamp going on. <laughs> Poor old nipple never and deserved anything like that. He drove a bar through it and uh, it was very sore. I remember Did that. he give you any anaesthetic or a bit no, of a... No, he did not. Or a bit of a thing? Did he, he shave off the hair around your nipple? Nothing, just drove it through. 
And so it's supposed to be kind of ridey, you know. You'd be kind of put your mouth in that and uh, go on. Suck flick, it, suck flick it. that, you giblets. Flick that. Flick our giblets. <laughs> Get a load of that there, me bar, nipple bar. But, uh, Do some press-ups on me nipple. Do some pull-ups off me nipple bar. <laughs> I had to get. I had young, I had young children at the time, right? And you couldn't you could be holding them, and they'd just be banging. Ah! <laughs> oh, you'd be you'd be shifting them from from one hip to the other. I go. Oh, I can feel it now. And I, so it was it was more punched than sucked. Which one did you get done, left or right? It was punched? the left nipple. What? It, it was, was more punched by the children than sucked. Oh yeah. Do you know okay. what I mean? And um, he, wipe, he wiping it down after there you go. Oh, I ended man. up uh, getting, Did it get stuck getting, in things or? No, but my nipple is still warped. <laughs> <laughs> His nipple never recovered. It's inverted now. No, it's, it's not a, just warped. It's a lopsided nipple he has on the left side. Like I would, like sometimes I would go to the doctor for a check, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she should be trying to find me heart <laughs> and I, I'd see her looking at her and, go, go, and she's thinking to herself should I bring this up now or not but that's an awful deformed looking nipple that man has and I said I had it pierced when he was younger lopsided nipple for it's called for lopsided su- for sucking during the ride but so we're back to our um um, or oh, the gerbil was it? The gerbil. Stu- stupid the animals that yeah. are pets. That you can't. Re- you shouldn't really know. classify. Th- like having a snake does not. Like <laughs> a funny story. A snake. A pet snake. My get son, lost. My son has moved in. <laughs> moved in. <laughs> moved in. But <what> a <laughs> <For the> snake. <laughs> He's moved in with the lad who works in the college. <laughs> uh, the fellow he works with reptiles. And uh, as part of his gig, he, uh, he he took a snake home and he said to my son, look, um, you can move into the house if you want, but just let you know that uh, I have a snake in the room <laughs> and uh, it won't escape. But uh, now my son is, he hates snakes. Oh, like he, me too. He absolutely I, would live, I would say no to that. <laughs> I was, and I was saying to him, you know, um, like what, what, what would happen if you saw the snake? Like if the snake got out of the bedroom. <laughs> Downstairs, I'm in a bowl of I I just run out of the house <laughs> on right. a Saturday morning. Oh, you you say you. I just run and right. run and run until I got somewhere safe. Imagine knowing there's a snake in a bedroom. You could get out anywhere. My son said, <laughs> "No, he's not a violent person, <laughs> but he says he knows." If he's on the snake, he picks up the up and just fucking beat it. He just gets something he bait him to death. Like he wouldn't be able to control himself. Oh. <laughs> kill, kill, kill. Imagine being oh. he just go <laughs> 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 the snake just standing there on the landing and getting bit to death for no reason. Oh, <laughs> oh. Oh, I lived in that. <laughs> I just want to let you know I have a snake in my room. Oh, no, but that would be a nightmare. You're four o'clock in the morning. Snake, Imagine going out. Mice, somebody turn off spiders. the light on the landing. I will not. <laughs> somebody left the immersion on. I'm not. Imagine, oh man. Yeah, but he, this young fellow I think works with reptiles, so it's it's his. And this fellow can grow to eighteen or twenty-seven foot long as an adult. But at the moment he's just a baby. But so, so your man can keep him in the house. He so has one of them infrared lights in a kit in a in a in a in a tank in his room. There, those reptilian people. Tarantulas as well. Another thing. What's Ooh. the point in having a big hairy Ooh. spider in your pants? <laughs> <laughs>
I have this thing. I've, I, I used to get a really bad sinus infections all the time. After I got my tonsils out, I developed having pretty bad sinusitis, they call it. And I started putting this nasal spray up, like Sudafred or sinus spray or whatever it's called. Mm, Radio emulsion. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if they have that in nose spray. Sinus spray. And, but I started using it and then somebody says to me, oh, don't use that any more than a few days because if you use it, you'll, you'll just have to keep using you'll it. You'll get addicted to it. I'm addicted to it. But not in a good way. Is it like Vicks? it doesn't is it do anything. Is it like Vicks? So, like I have to, I have to have a bottle under my pillow at night. What? Because I wake up, my nose will be completely blocked, and it, I can't sleep then when my nose is blocked. No. And then, like maybe in an hour, an hour's time, my nose will just start getting completely blocked again. Is this a summertime thing? Or no, what? it's. I've now, I've now been using it for about a year. Many solid. bottles will you go through in a year? I look like some sort of a, uh, the side of my bed, there's like four or five bottles, you know, there. Like, just, oh, I have to have one in my bag. I have to have one in my jacket if I don't have my handbag with me. It's wow. like, I'm a, yeah. And if you, and if you left it alone, the oh, nose would be blocked. And then my eyes would start, like, Run, running and, and, and your, dry and, and sore. And your forehead would crinkle. And yeah, did you go crinkle. to an ear, nose and throat specialist? I did. And he stuck the camera up and he put me on. Quiet on the set. <laughs> We're going for this. Action. Straight up the nostrils. And What's that like? Yeah, I've had a camera down my throat. Have you ever had a cameras in yes, your body, yes, Tommy? Yes, yes. Up, uh, uh, up and down. And basically unfilmable. <laughs> You've never had a camera gone into you? Never. never. Upside and downside the whole... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bad job. But uh, women are more used to... The wife said to me that uh, like I'm to go to the doctor to get this prostrate thing. Yes. You know, and I I and I won't be doing that. I'd, I'd, ah, Tommy. I'd prefer to get something awful than have somebody shove a digit no. up my bum. Don't be saying no to no, me. No, Tommy. Let me let me finish. No, that's yeah. wrong. You're wrong. Well, look, we'll counter. It. Let him speak. Wrong. Let, let him speak. Wrong. Order. 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 We won't have that in here. <laughs> Tommy, here to speak. No. Finger up the bum. Your your point, please. Uh, right or wrong, that's what's happening. But um, my wife said to me that women are just more used to being poked at. That that yeah, to I be suppose, poked yeah. and prodded is all part mm. of being a woman. You go in and there's something wrong with the undercarriage and stick it, stick it up, stick it up, and have a look at it and get it up there on the screen. Ah, oh, lucky I say you have a cyst now. I need to get it sucked out. Sucked out. You know what I mean? But but the, the, that anyway. So I don't know how. Back to your nose. No, but the camera thing, like, oh, yeah. the worst part of getting that camera thing is when they make you take the stuff, like, radio emulsion beforehand, the night before. What do you take? They give you this, they give you a sachet of stuff that you have to drink or wash. You're fasting as well, were you fasting? You fast. Maybe that's what Hector's mother was doing. She was filling the three boys with this liquid of an evening, and then when they were fast asleep, she was sending a film crew in and around their bodies. <laughs> It's in the middle of the 80s. <laughs> the, no. His own Truman I'm show. I'm in here, by the way. <laughs> I'm coming in. <laughs> um, no, go back there now. So you, the camera up so the nose. They, you put the camera up and he, he said, oh, at the time. Were you conscious now looking yeah, at the he screen just, going? he just sprayed something up my nose. But you it? see, can I just say, when you enter the nasal passage here, you go straight up inside the cranium, up by yeah. the pituitary. It's, a quite a, it's quite easy access. It's only a couple of millimetres to the edge of the brain. So yeah. what were you looking at? Well, I just saw nose hair. Yes. Up there, you know, and then... Wouldn't be really hair, it's more like little... Little tiny things. things. Was it like a hidden world, a land that time forgot? Yeah. And there was... Were there snots up there that they'll never see the light of day? Thankfully, there was nothing else there. Nothing Um, malignant. But there was an infection, he said, and he put me on antibiotics for like a month. No, he put me on antibiotics for like six weeks, right? Uh To see if it cleared. Anyway, 
uh, it didn't work. So, but I think I just have developed. Do you want to get a bit of that into you now? No, I don't. I'm sure, you I need don't. a little spark of it, little hit of it. No, Do you want a I'm little? Br- I'm breathing easy now. I, I had, I used it before I came, but um, it's it's weird. <laughs> and then sometimes if I lie on, like, say, my left side, yeah. then that other side will get unblocked. So anything like I this in the family, Loretta? No, I don't know. I don't your know. Your mother, just, your grandmother, your great granny. It's not really like a thing you go discuss with someone. Oh, do you have a blocked nose? Yeah. Really? It sounds like you're, it's a, to be on that level of medication. And then I like. said to the doctor, I was like, I didn't, you know, I don't take cocaine or anything because, you know, you think maybe you get that stuff from going. Why did it, you think you had to say that? I don't know because I was thinking, what is it like? It's not, because I had to keep going back to him, you know, when he wasn't even. You didn't say it to him, I don't take cocaine. Yeah, and then I thought afterwards, for fuck's sake, now everyone thinks you do take it. Yeah. Sure. That's one of the one of the signs that I've taken it is saying you don't take it. Yeah, <laughs> so I was thinking I was like, why did I? That's say what doctors that? watch out for. They have a little. So he's marking. I don't take it. Yeah, I don't take I've it. I've never put it up my nose. Yeah, never. All all I've ever put take up my nose was nose spray and the camera, but I didn't put that up myself. Have you never got the finger up the bum, Tom, for the prostate? Never. No. And you know it's not I'm that bad. But don't happen. No, we lie. You, I can do it here. There's a couch here, and and you know, Tommy, I like the medicinal stuff. No, it's very simple, and it's we can lie in his side. His butt. So relaxed. So you're telling I'll me. I'll foot around. I'm up. We go. We'll get a glove and we'll foot around. So you, wouldn't, you wouldn't even know what you were looking for. But you're looking for what something hard up there. What do you what? mean you're looking for something Lads, hard? Lads, it's very oh, easily I done. I've gr- had it done three or four times I in the last five. He's back every week to get head on. We just <laughs> do, 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 do. your side, lads. I was talking to you about And there's no deep breath or nothing. You just lie on your side. He just lie goes. Lie your side and go. And here we go. And it feels as if somebody is in with a little sponge and he's there going, I don't, I don't. I've never had that feeling before. Well, and then it's out. And then you're, then you're well, look, look, look Donald, I know you checked last week, but just to make sure, to be sure, to be Tommy, sure, to be sure. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And you might say, no, 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 no. I'm not getting it done, Hector. I'll say to you, lie on your side, big deep breath. If you drove a bar through your nipple, you can get a little prod Wait. of a, fi- a middle finger up your hole. Wait. No, I don't want I don't want, the, I don't want the doctor kneeling down behind me. He's not going to kneel. He's going to lie on your it's side. A, it's a lady doctor. He's not going to kneel down. It's not a lady doctor. You're going to a man doctor for that. It's a lady doctor. Tommy, you, you don't go to a lady doctor to get the prostrate. That's the only la- the only one that's available. For you go to a man and put his finger up your hole. It's a lady that does it. We have to get smeared. What's her name? Doctor what? Doctor Prendica- Doctor Prendergast. I can't give you her name because well, what do you call her? Doctor. Avril? Is it Avril? I can't, I'm not telling you her name because I don't want to be talking about her on this. But Larita, should doctor. he go and get his prostrate checked by a lady? Prostate, prostrate. Prostrate is when you stand up, is it? No, it's when you're lying down. All oh, right. Anyway, Prost- to be you should. Prostrated. You should definitely get it. It'll take you thirty seconds. Thirty seconds, it won't. Tommy. Okay, the thing itself might take thirty seconds, but it'd be a week of anxiety beforehand. Oh, and then you I have d- to take the stuff that clears you out beforehand. Oh, what? Some sort of a laxative? You no, have to take no, this laxative. No, you don't. That's only the hooli hooli. But that, I, that Tommy, can fact. I say as a friend here? Just don't try and convince me. Could nothing. I'd, I'd I, Tommy, it. will bring you. No, you won't. We will. We'll do an Where excursion. We do. We'll do a live podcast from the surgery as he just lies on his side, and we it's just not happening. And for we all stand in a queue like I'm I used to on a Saturday night at the bat, and we will all put this gloves on. Right, Tommy. And I tell you what, I'm not. The <laughs> right, Tommy. Away we go. Now it's all over. Uh, I'm not the only one because I've, I've said it to a couple of male friends of mine and we're all nodding in agreement looking down at the ground. Well, this is bad. That reminds me of something. You can't there. do this. This is not a good situation to be in. What do you mean? You have to be tested. Uh, you're for right, Dr. Loretta. You, no, you don't. You yeah. do, Tommy. I've what a, if you get it? I have a mate. I'd, ra- I'd, ra- I'd rather get it than have that lovely lady doctor stick her digit up me fundament. 
But would she's going to do it for 30 seconds and see if there's it's nothing like there? It's like I said, it's the three weeks of anxiety beforehand. Well, she should, you should, your wife should book in for a, a, a to get something out of your ear. And then I was talking to and, oh, Get something out of my ear and then plow, plow into me with no notice. And, yeah. And, and, and you out of your, with no notice. Yes. And Lorita. Just, just, just go in and maybe to get the hairs in my ear checked and yes. all of a sudden their pants are wrapped around my ankles and the thumb is yeah yeah that's no. the only way but that's not no happening. problem throwing in those pharmaceutical tablets straight down the gob but he won't let anyone up through the magic temple <laughs> the magic door the McGillicuddy reek ain't, ain't happening brothers the Kyber Pass well I have a problem with this and we need the to Battle of Klondike we are not we moving I'm, on I'm, until I'm, you have the a Boyne, the Boyne Valley I'm, Tommy up the Boyne Valley women have I, to have this I'm not a woman test, up the hill of Tara what? It's the smear test is worse, but, yeah, but you have to have it. Yeah, but that's it. But just, yeah, but just because you have it doesn't mean I have to have it. You do. Why? No, but Tommy, it's for your general health. Come on. I mean, uh, have you ever look? I've been to the gym four times I a have week. <laughs> have you ever seen me looking apart from the beard and the hair at the side of me head coming out the ears? Have you ever seen me looking healthier? Well, no. I, ever. Now that you've said you're at the gym, you're looking brilliant. See, I don't need it. I don't need, I don't need fingers on the hole. I just need weights. I'll well, be grand. what if you had to get a suppository put up there because you were in severe pain and a doctor came with a pair of gloves on and his two fingers here and he went... I was with a fellow one time, the lead singer of a punk Irish band who got me addicted to morphine suppositories and I was on them for a year... I was on them for a year and a half. And where were you putting them? Where would you think you put And was he putting them up there for and you? you have no problem shoving that up it. It's a lovely little hit. It's like, it's like falling through... <laughs> it's like falling through a bed of feathers. It's beautiful. And, it takes about and how would you pull did it Did you do it yourself? It, what would you do? It takes about 25 minutes and you'd be out of a town and then you'd shove a few of these boys up your cracker and then about 45 minutes Above later... Above in the hotel room, Tommy. Then 45 minutes later you'd be saying to a friend of yours, I can't feel my legs. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Tommy and Hector podcast with Loretta Blewett. Thank you all for subscribing and I hope wherever you're listening to it, you're enjoying it. Uh, every week from the Hen Shed. 
the hen house. The hen house. Sorry, I'm just eating a bit of chocolate Conversations Get off lunches. If, if, you, if you make any movements no, on the table, Tommy starts freaking oh, out. Geez, so I just say that just, could you imagine being fucking married to him? Just in terms of sponsorship uh, for the show. <laughs> uh, I have an itchy <laughs> hole. I have an itchy hole. We a bit of a rash. We in no way condone the theft of morphine, morphine uh, from the term Leal. But what we say are that. saying is... Just to one, clarify. Uh, but what we are saying is... We are saying... It's a lovely little hit. <laughs> and what we are saying is never be afraid of the little finger up the bum. Yes. Men of the world. Men of the world. No, and we're not going back into it now. No, it's done. No, forget about it now it's because done. he's not going to do it. <laughs> remind <laughs> me... I'll tell you one thing. You got that phrase right. <laughs> remind me... Remind me... Remind we're, not, we're, we're not going back not into going. it. <laughs> I'm I'm in here now. I'm in here, by the way, <laughs> and we're going in. Um, I was in Bruff in County Limerick. I was doing a, a hang on my Hector years and years ago. I had a series called Hang on my Hector, and Tommy was. We went to New York on one of them, and I was with right. different people I wanted to hang around with, go into their worlds. And it happened that Tommy was gigging in New York, so we flew to New York for a week. But one of them was with John Kenny from the Unbelievables. So we were hanging around. His a great man, great man, a lovely, lovely, brilliant. Mighty Irish man, and I saw a different side to him. And he was just out of—I think he was sick. He was—he uh, was unwell, and then he was in remission. And he, that year after, we did a hang on with Hector with John, and obviously Pat Short of the Unbelievable. So I hung around with John Kenny for a week round Limerick and Tipperary, and we went over to JP McManus's stud farm. We saw Istabrak, and I saw JP's house, and we were—we saw the great horses there. And he said, "Come on, we'll go down to the Mart." We went to the Mart. He says, "Now I want to bring you to Bruff." in County Limerick, about 20 miles outside the city. He says, you'd love this place. Was it a bar you went to? Am I remembering this right? Uh, we went We went for a day in Bruff and a night. And during the day with the film, and he said, now I want to bring you into a butcher's here because you like this guy. He, he, thinks, he's El- he thinks he's Elvis Presley. So we walked into a butcher's in Bruff on the main street and the, and the man goes, oh, <laughs> and brilliant, started singing a load of Elvis and he was, talking to the customers doing Elvis songs and he was fucking brilliant doing pork chops and would you like a bit of this and then he sang Suspicious Minds and it was just this mad country stuff and I was there to John this this where you got a lot of your humour and he was there yeah yeah this is a really good town there was a picture of the bull um, what was his name that played for Munster the bull oh, Hayes, Hayes. Yeah. massive mural welcome to Brough and it's a real country gah, rugby town very proud agricultural and he says come on we'll go in for an afternoon pint in a place called Mary Howard's so we went in there and I started having a few pints and this is a lovely, you'll see it on the main street in Bruff, Mary Harris. Cut a long story short, we had about seven pints of stout. And did you have to keep recording after? Ah, should we threw away the cameras and oh, put them God. into a car and next minute Mary was throwing up pints and it was beautiful. And he says, I'm going to bring you into a house next door, you'll love it. I says, there's no, he says, it's a pub. I said, but it looks like a house. He goes, no, it's a pub. Do you know these country Oh yeah, country should there be more and more of those There used to be one of them opposite the uh, hospital in Galway. Uh, they look like the front of a house. Oh, really? There was a bar inside in it. You had to give a special knock. Where, where was it that? Was, I think it's where, is it where the riverside is now? Oh, yes. There used to be a house, I can't remember. And they'd, wow. They'd, uh, they'd serve you well late into the night. You'd knock on the door and you'd be shown into the hall and then there could be <laughs> 25 Marxist, Leninist, uh, political scientist <laughs> students in the front room. Uh, 14 young ones uh, doing arts from uh, from Carlo. In the back room, and then a, a, couple of, a couple of salmon snatchers, then in the hall, and drinking. So I says, and we now we were it was we were getting giddy. We're in Mary Howard's, and hello to everyone in Bruff and anyone from that area. You know Mary Howard's. He said, "Come in here and watch this." So we went next door, and we were nicely on it now. And he went, and we walked in. 
into this sitting room with a bar in it. And there was an old woman, and I swear to you, she was in her 70s in behind. There was no ice, there was no gla- very few glasses, no taps, bottles of porter, whiskey, simple. The odd bottle of Heineken. Dust yeah. everywhere. Fusty, dusty, real old school. And there was a Caller Cozen gas heater with the three bars going well. And I sat in and go, and then John goes, how are you? And he goes, you're going to love this place. And the old woman came down. She was in her, and she was brilliant. She was serving us away and we, we had a couple of whiskeys. And the, I'm not joking. I said, what is this place? I can't think of the name. And he said, yeah, I, I love this place. It only opens in the even time, the odd day, if she's in the humour. And I said, and he went, and then I spotted another man come in from the back door. He says, that's the, that's the brother over there. That's the brother. And I says, yeah, what age is he? Oh, he's well into his 80s. I'll tell you a good one about him, says John Kenny. He went upstairs in 1975. He didn't come down till last year. <laughs> <laughs> I've never laughed so much. What a statement. He took to the bed. He took to the upstairs. That's a great I Irish phrase. I bet you he never had a doctor's finger shut oh. up. <laughs> He Bad went passage. up and he only came down last year. Well, I, well, I'm coming from one of the half of the unbelievables. It was, a, but I'm just thinking there of those country towns, yeah. those brilliant pubs, those places of of pilgrimage and of of almost hidden in our in our streets that that are not there anymore, uh, and will never be there anymore. And since lockdown, and I know, I, I think there's going to be more of those pubs now. You know? it, uh, what were they called in, in New York? Yeah. The speakeasy. Oh, speakeasy. There's yeah. our Irish speakeasy. I mean, I, I went into one in. Um, I think it was Bordeaux in France and there was a restaurant out the front and there was a big old grandfather clock at the back where you thought was the end of the restaurant thought it was the toilets. There was a speakeasy bar in the back. You had to go round the clock and in the door and we didn't have any bar like that in Navin. Henry Lockwood. They're nice yeah. though, aren't they? I remember bars. I, I was in a bar in somewhere in North Cork and the front of it was a hardware store and Oh, I love those And ones. a bar. They're the best. And the back of it then was a kind of like a lounge area. But I thought... There's uh, one of those like in Strokestown. They had hacksaws, machetes, h- hammers for sale. And then underneath that, whiskey, vodka, <laughs> tequila. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, See yeah, some lad going up to yeah. the bar, have a double, double Jemison and an axe. <laughs> <laughs> have you any axe? And whatever happens, happens. See, they're a great little distraction because you can go, oh, I need to pop up to the shop for milk. So you for order, an axe. You order ham. Fire lighters. Fire yeah. lighters and a pint of milk or, you know, a litre of milk. And then at you the go front. in the back and you have your... There's a few still in dinner. What would the wife say if you said, I just have to pop out for a claw hammer. <laughs> We've no milk. There'll be blood tonight. That Where would a man get a machete at this hour of the night? Burn this place with zip fire lighters. Ropes. Fuck ropes. you! Fuck the lolly! <laughs> Two Jemisons there, Pat! Pat a fucking blowtorch! Cunts! I've had enough of you! You'll have a glass of Guinness there, will you, Sean? Not for everyone in the fucking pump before I burn the fucking house down! Wouldn't you love if somebody came into your local bar and did that? And you said that no, two weeks ago. No, you would not no, want you someone would. to come into your local bar and say, can I have a blowtorch? No, no, no. But I, two weeks ago on the podcast or whatever, he said, I was in a pub and they were all talking about the weather and they're all talking. Oh, and then he went, what do you think if they had some uh, big conversations about the... Don't bring it up again. I've got to buy you all a fucking drink in here before I burn the fuck out of me car. Because <laughs> I fucking hate Fords. They're cunts. 
Transmission is gone again. Cunt. Buy a. You'd love madness we like that. Open, I think we need to open a window in here. <laughs> wouldn't you? Wouldn't Jesus. you? Wouldn't it's, you just? I, I mean, I went into a bar in Barcelona for for my brother's fortieth. Hola, mi amigos, cómo estáis? There was about twelve of us, and we were on in Barcelona, and I went into this place, and you know what it was, and I'll never forget it. There were headphones hanging out over the counter. There was no music being played. There was about fifty really quality headphones hanging out ah. over the counter, and you stood at the counter. And then he had every record you ever wanted. And he said, what do you want? I said, oh, are you serious? I said, Metallica, Black Album. And he goes, Metallica, claro que sí, chaval. And then, <laughs> and then, and then we're all there going, y, uh, dos, doce cervezas, por favor. And we're all there with beers. And next minute, we pulled them down with a lovely little uh, wire, uh, elastic wire. On goes the headphones. All listen like to the Unforgiven. And then we order different albums. Yeah, like a silent disco. And we're standing at the bar. <laughs> How bloody weird is that? <laughs> it was just a different bar. That but, sounds great. But different bars. Different fucking bars. Oh, yeah, yeah. We need some... I yeah. mean, look at the bar I was talking about in Bruff and the bar he was on about. The, 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 we, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for something different. I love those little ones with the with the uh, little shop at the front. They're oh, like... Yeah. There was a place called Fox's Bar in Navin that Fox's. I used to frequent at the bottom of Flower Hill. And I, I, Tommy, one of the Foxes passed away recently and we've mm. sent our condolences as well. I got a text from, I think, Liam Fox. Ah, yeah, yeah. And uh, hello to everyone in Navin, by the way, listen to the so podcast. So Fox's was it? Uh, a pool table and Class. a shop at the front on the hill yeah and then a bar at the back it was a fantastic place and they're always and so Flippins used to come in Flippins had Flippins, Flippins I remember Flip. did he Flip. swallow a golf he, ball he or put a, a he put a cue ball in his ball. mouth he'd call, he'd no teeth in he'd come that. in and we'd be like, ah, fuck off Flippins don't be acting up <laughs> <laughs> and he'd, he'd put the cue ball in his mouth ah fuck you Flippins Flippin' Sharky and then as Dylan Moran would say he said then he'd leave the pub and he'd go out into Flower, Gate, to Flower Hill and he'd direct the traffic with his arse <laughs> <laughs> was a great oh, name. Oh, stop. So one thing is because I don't, I don't have doubts about myself as a father. My father was kind of that queer cross between s- strict and free. Do you know what I mean? Like any time I'd encounter him, he'd often be strict with me. But at the same time, I was given awful freedom. At mm-hmm. the same time, do you know? Um, but it's um, it's like his only way of dealing with me was through strictness. But he didn't always deal with me. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it was just extreme if he had to deal with you. It was just it, it was just kind of uh, I I I am not like him at all, and I think that kind of uh, he didn't know how to handle me. I had no interest in the things that he had interest in, and he found it difficult. But anyway, uh, so I'd often have, I'd often question my own fathering, you know, and going, oh, am I being too hard? And am I being too this and too that? One of my young fellas. He eats with the knife and the fork in the other hand. He's not left-handed. He's right-handed. Right. Okay. But he eats with the knife in the left hand and the fork in the right hand. Right. Now, does that make any fucking difference whatsoever? So what he used to do is he'd hold the food in place with the knife. Yeah. And he'd go pulling it apart. With the fork. With the fork. Mm. And I'd I'd switch over. Switch over. This is the way I want to do it. Like he's... 39. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, this is the way I want to do it. And and I said, no, that's not the way you do it. You kinda, you're supposed to, you hold it with the fork and you cut it with the knife. Your right hand is your strong hand. Use that for cutting. And then I started thinking to myself, what am I at? 
That's just, micromanaging. Just let, just let the child eat. eat whatever the way he wants to eat. And I was thinking of people like Picasso would have grown up with free. If an artist was sitting at a table and an artist below believes in freedom of expression yeah. and you know that the instead of having a closed in mind open or wide to fuck and see whatever flies through you you're not going to be telling a child you're holding the knife and fork in the wrong hand but I, even last night I was doing it you were like a teacher years ago that mm. used to let kids write with their right left hand that was bet out of them back and bet yeah. out of them so so uh, how, how are you with like do you get intricate with stuff with the, I just with think the, I, I, I've lefties I've lefties in my oh, house kid dogs, they're okay. all kid dogs so do, did it happen, they, but they write with their right hand oh yeah but I haven't seen their handwriting because kids don't write anymore or teenagers certainly don't write but they're lefty on the pitch beautiful uh, sitting down Tommy you, what brings you to be looking at their paws when they're eating because I mean, well, we have a round table that was one of the best things we ever bought why because we're all it's democratic Intimate. We're all sitting looking at oh each yeah, other. Oh yeah, there's nobody at yeah, the top. We don't have a round. We have a long Henry VIII. Yeah. I'd be both at the top and about 19 foot away the boys are at the bottom. Yeah. I try <laughs> and alternate the table placings as well just to put a bit of... But a bit of jizz in it. And when I come down I say, that's yours there. Shane, you're there. Reen, you're there. And mom, you're here. And then we sit in. But uh, no, I've one lad... That Am I too tight? No, but Tommy, I have a lad that eats his food like a hyena. I do. Like on the, on the plains of the Serengeti at a carcass. Shane, the youngest lad, he'll wolf it. Wolfie, wolfie. We're all there. We're only after just getting our butter and pepper into this flowery spuds. And there's your man. Gone. Gone. Fortnight. Hasn't time to eat. Fortnight. I eat very no, he fast. He wolfs it down. I'd be, and as a father, I'd be there going, you slow down. Slow it down. And then his You're mother. not leave the table until we're all finished. <laughs> and then his brother goes, well, you slow it down. You slow it down. And then, and then, obviously, the mums of Ireland are always half an hour later. Hmm. Aren't they? I don't, Aren't they? The I, women of Ireland, they're, like still, they're still munching at ten past seven. Ah, you're no. joking me. Not in our house. No. <laughs> the food is on the table at half six. Ten past seven. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of sound effects are they you are, doing? They are, they are. She was spud stuck in her throat. <laughs> <laughs> do you change the placings or do you sit at the same part? Oh, do you have names? Like, How do you mean change the placings? Like, do you say you sit there because I know what yeah, my children... sit wherever they want. No, but when no, you children, every, every, you know what they're eating. Yeah. They're all eating a different amount of this. He doesn't like People broccoli. People their favourite chairs. He doesn't like peas. You don't like carrots. He doesn't like this. Oh. He doesn't like any sauce in that. He doesn't like the skin in his potatoes. He has to get it mashed. My he doesn't like milk. He likes my wadi. That's what it is for us. I'm interested to hear your parenting skills or your, like... Or lack of them. Wh- well, when we were kids, like, your, as you talked about your father there, your father really had very little to do with you, like. He took yes. very little to do with you, other than maybe bring you to a football match or... But he was outside working or... Got, like, he wasn't involved in day-to-day things. Like no. you said, you went, you went to the doctor with your son as well. That was a lie. Oh, right. And my wife I bring me young lads. That was just a storytelling technique there. Yeah, I understand you might have to bring them to the doctor because, but like, would you, you, so you'd be very involved in their day to day lives, but would your I, father weren't? I've been, at, I've been at the birth of all my children and I said to my father, Were you ever at any of our births? No. And he says, Shut the fuck up, Tommy. <laughs> you fool. You fucking idiot. <laughs> but that's it now. <laughs> you fucking. Ever, whatever, <laughs> stupid stuff like that again. I was out looking at a calf out in Beliver. But 
you're on about the way we parent our, or, the, or the way fathers are now. Should we fucking do everything? Everything in the house is done by daddy. Daddy, it was. Like well, what? you are. You cook and everything, don't you? I don't mind that. I love getting Can you cook? I, I, I can do way. I can do a, a sausage and apple bake and I do... Uh, oh, Tommy, you're a, good around the house. A sweet, so just, a sweet potato and quinoa surprise. House. And at the start of lockdown, I went out at hammer and tongs until about two weeks later, the kid says... How to pronounce that now? I do quinoa. Oh, yeah. Um, so I stopped. I, I don't, the, I, I, the, I don't do a fierce the, amount around the, the house. Apple, to be honest with I don't know why. Is the I apple don't. and sausage surprise? Is that a, it's a bake? Oh, bake. Is that a sweet treat or would that be a dinner? It's a dinner, but I made the fatal mistake of putting about three or four solid lengths of chorizo into it. And it just oh, blew the head off them. Oh, not at all. It's just the amount of grease that comes out of chorizo. Oh. You wouldn't be able to it. Chewing it like no grease. Oh yeah, I know. Tommy, that's not grease. grease. That's that lovely red juice Oil. out of it. Yeah, Oil. From the pig from the pig. Your pig. Not at all. It was like, it, it was like radio mulching. I saw something on the television the other day. We are day. sponsored by radio mulching. We are. Yeah. There's a new. There was an experiment on the telly. Do you notice this? Do you cook sausages? Fry sausages? Do you fry sausages? I grill me sausies. Do you fry them? Uh, they are. I don't cook in the house. Apparently, really. the sizzle has been removed from sausages. Years ago, it used to be the cookstand sizzle. The real, real sizzly sausages. Do you know why? Because now people want a higher percentage of meat in their sausages. Mm. Years ago, there used to be a lot of fat. And, and the fat is the thing that's oh, tasty. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. what makes, makes um, the sizzle. Uh, yeah, but you can check in the back of your, of, of your sausage. I always get your pork content. 80% have to uh, yeah, be. There's very few that have over 80% pork if you look at the back of the product. Yeah. Pork. I wouldn't eat pork. I love pork. I, I love pork well. and I love pork a chops. A big pork belly is great. And I love lamb chops up me. And I'd say to the lads, oh. put down your knife and fork and get them up into your hand and get in at the back of the bone. And I'd eat it like my father. Suck on it. Me. And do you see no connection between the, the chop in your hand and the lamb in the field? I used to, but not anymore. Oh, really? The poor crater, like the poor lovely little lamb in your eight. No, they smell no, like no. Connemara spring lamb, low. It doesn't matter where he's from, he's still a lamb. Eating lovely sweet herbs and sweet meat. Give me, give me, like, give me lamb. Babies. Do you give not me, eat meat? I don't eat lamb. And I try not to eat, I try not to eat meat. I'd love a bit ah. of steak every now and again, but I try not to eat it. If I was given so the choice, I wouldn't eat it. My lads know their Hereford, they know their sirloin steak and strip line. I would, I, I, this, is, this is no lie. The young lad had football training there a couple of weeks ago during lockdown. Uh, and I don't know what was happening. It was one of the first sessions. I was out doing something. Dipna, my wife, was out doing something. We walked in. Dipna walked into the kitchen. Six o'clock. He's training at quarter past seven. The pan was in full flight. He had the broccoli, the onions and the steak and then in the pan and he served it up to himself. He fried the broccoli and he fried the onions and he fried a slab of sirloin. He's just 14 years of age. Wow. And I said to him, God, my boy, my boy, once you get into first year in university, you'll have them round your fucking finger. There'll be boys in the house going, what's for dinner, boys? <laughs> and then there'll be young ones coming over to the house going, I'll just rattle up some sauteed broccoli, some onion and some steak with the wine. 
Make yourself comfortable there. He'll be, there'll be no flies. And he was training at 7 o'clock. This is the same lad wow. that as a 10-year-old hung a clothesline across his room and put all his jerseys on it when we're drying up over in his bedroom. I just said to good him, lad. these are life skills. Mm. Brilliant life skills. Ah, you're a good father. You are you're, a good father. You are yeah. good, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're tribal. Like you've, uh, it's, it's, I can see the pride and the love you have for your boys. These, those little things make me happy. When I see little things like that, I know that I'm happy inside. Yes. Well, that I'm happy that they're going to be like that. Yeah. Because they are, all your children are built from you and they will take the little bit of something from you. And Tommy, it's the same thing with your boys. Ah, no, I'm a disaster of a father. But no, I have a question for you. I, have a, no, I am Tommy, a disaster. No, Tom. I, I don't know how to father. My father didn't know how to father and his father before him didn't know how to father. <laughs> All the Tiernan's going back. We have no idea how <laughs> to father. Kevin Tiernan was a great father. Ah, he Kevin a, Tiernan is a great father. Kevin Tiernan. He's a, yeah, he's sounding Kevin up. Kevin is a... Uh, there's a book you can buy and it's, it's funny that when you have children, you go into Easton's and we've all done this. Uh, and there's a book and Rob stuff <laughs> what to expect when you're expecting and there's this book sell millions every year and you all bring it home and you sit on your couch what to expect in the expecting you're on chapter 3 and the husband knew going to be daddy for the first time what to expect then you get what to expect in the first year then you get what to expect from the toddler and it's all a load of bollocks I never read any of them books no but book in the world can tell you what it's like what a disaster of <laughs> you're going to be you're tell them the truth Tom I'm a disaster of a father and I'll say it straight out I'm a, I have no idea what I'm doing I fucking I'm going round from day to day like a fella who's turned up for an exam only to be told that morning what the exam is. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'll private question for you. You're, do you ever think about what we might have been like to have a daughter? Like, would that ever gone through your head? Because yeah. you're great with the boys. Because you're pure, you're pure I, man I, with I the boys. I often wonder about that. I often wonder. And it's funny. What know, would you have called her? I'll just say this on the boys thing. We have nine, eight grandchildren in the family. And there's eight boys. We've a long line of boys. Boys, boys, boys. There's only one girl, Asta. She's in Denmark on my brother's side. But all the clear side. Boys and boys <laughs> and more fucking boys. To hold for Christine. They'll hold for Christine in Bearfield. But tell me, uh, do you ever, did you ever think about a daughter? We did, yeah. But I, I, no, but I mean, we did, like you could buy one. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I we see, looked at it there for a while. Yeah, I see this little on one on, on, a, on an ad for Gorta. Um, did, you, <laughs> did you ever think about what it might be like to have a daughter? See, Tommy, uh, I suppose they had the two boys in rapid succession. There's 13 months between them. Yeah. And uh, and you're, you're a great father for them, a great father for them. And but you 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 but you and you you're wide to what they. I'd love. Uh, you're wide to what young fellows are going oh, through. Oh, pure wide. But um, would, you, would you ever think it now for the little? What would you have called the little girlie? Coach, no, 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 it would be Oscar, it would be, uh, oh, it would be yeah. a lovely one. Brigitte, she'd have to be me, wouldn't no, she? No, 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 Brigitte, Brigitte, Sive, Sive, never in the light, never in the light, never in the light, never in the light, Saivo, so, you know that one, don't you? That sounds oh, good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And what would she look like, Hector? Oh, she'd look like half the hot house flowers, half Mary Coughlin, and half a supermodel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be a sing- Would she be a singer? Would oh, she? Oh, the boys, the boys, the the colours, the rocky shirley. And you, would, would you be taking her for walks down Shop Street? Oh, yeah, little girl. And you'd be no. I walk down Shop Street with me boys in their tracksuits. <laughs> they wouldn't bring. And her they go, hey, we're going to JD Sports. I'll be back in half an hour. How much have you? Three hundred and seventy euro on me, Dad. 
Fuck me, where'd you get that? I fucking saved it. I'm going to go down now and buy a pair of Nikes. 370 euro, and now they're up on this fucking done deal secondhand website for kids. They, you were telling me that they buy them and sell them. Yeah, it's, it's this thing called Depop. Depop, yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's just, that's teenage. But, but Lorita, you brought in this conversation by fathering it. There's, there's no secret to this. We fucking, it's a mirror. It's a, it's a maze. It's a maze. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to the, what is it called again? What is it called? The just, a, a well, let's the, give you an abbreviated. The Tommy and Hector Show. The Tommy and Thanks for subscribing. The Tommy and Hector Show with Larita Blues, and we'll see you next week. God bless. Good luck. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 